FC13 podcast is sponsored by Bet99. It's almost time, ball boys and girls. And what time is that? Well, it's the playoffs for the Japanese third league. No, I'm kidding. It's World Cup time, baby. And you know we are getting excited because why? Why wouldn't we? It's Canada. Canada is in it, and we're going to take it all the way, or so we hope. So buckle up and get ready for your source of all things Canadian. And we're back. Welcome to the FC13 podcast. I'm your host, Andre. I'm joined by my two lovely boys, Paul, Michael. How are we doing? Uh, doing great. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Just brings back your memories of November 2018, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, is, it, is it wrong to say it's a little weird? Oh, no, it is very does it, weird. Does it feel right? <laughs> I mean... You know what? At least in my case, there's not really any snow yet, but I, I'm very positive that's going to change soon, and that's going to ruin, not ruin the atmosphere, but fuck, is it going to make it worse? Yeah. I think we're supposed to get snow next weekend. Great. This weather update was brought yeah. to you by... <laughs> <laughs> Bet nine nine. Um, yeah, it's, 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 such a, it's such a strange feeling coming into it and being like around Christmas time and the way everything's going with the Premier League and... It's really thrown a lot of stuff off. So why don't we go back to a simpler time, back to 2018 when the World Cup was warm and also in a country with human rights violations. It was the 2018 Russia World Cup. Yeah, back when it was in a, a back simpler times, it was in a dictatorship country, which is not friendly towards gay people. <laughs> yeah. Seeing um, a trend. 2018 was a good World Cup. I remember enjoying it a lot at the time. It's um, it's kind of unfortunate. We were talking about this in our World Cups Gone By podcast. Where, like, there's not many moments that feels like the standard test of time, which is a shame because it's very, in that sense, it's a very underrated World Cup for how fun it was. You only have to look back at um, just how open it felt, particularly the the size of the World Cup where Croatia came from. The quarter-finalists from that side of the bracket was Russia, Croatia, Sweden, and England. Like, completely open. Like, there's a case there for all four of those to get there. I mean, you compare it to the other side, Belgium, Brazil, Uruguay, and France, it's a fucking slog there to get through it. <laughs> so, like, you had that... I remember there was a genuine excitement at the time, like, no matter what, we're going to get a team who typically don't get to a World Cup final... In the World Cup final, it was um, a brush of freshness, which I don't know if the World Cup needed at the time, like, but it was it was fantastic to see. I also I remember this like being a really high scoring World Cup. I looked it up, there was actually less goals in twenty fourteen, but I think a caveat of that is um, you know, like the the infamous semi final between Germany and Brazil, like padding the stats on a bit there, but like yeah. I remember I remember a lot of high scoring games, like obviously France and Argentina the um the final itself finishing four to the highest scoring final in God knows how long. I I can't really remember many nil nils. There was a there was the epic free free draw back when Ronaldo used to be a um functioning elite footballer at the top <laughs> of his level. Uh, yeah, it's um it's it's a shame it doesn't have like a Suarez handball or a Zidane headbutt moment, like something that you can instantly think of. But it was, um, I think it was a really fun World Cup person looking back on it. I mean, you may not have those moments, but I definitely do being English or being yeah. in the background. <laughs> that this World Cup will always sit with me for special reasons <laughs> where maybe if you're, if you're not a fan of any of the teams that succeeded in the tournament, sure, maybe there wasn't a lot. But as an England fan, you definitely had uh, them beating Colombia on pens. And if you know England, they don't win pens. So that was a huge moment. Um Obviously, going to the, the semi-finals against Croatia, you had that, that hell of a goal from Kieran Trippier outside the box to put England up one nothing. Those moments, those memories are always going to last with me. I mean, no matter what no matter what England does, England go out and win this World Cup, and I'll still remember 2018 for what could have been. Uh, I'll put it this way. Even if we did beat Croatia, I think we would have got spanked by France. France would just unstoppable in tournament. Yeah. Exactly. It didn't. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if we won that game or not. But you know, I I get um, I get where you're coming from. There was not a lot of like maybe major headlines that that's going to sit with 
uh, the the casual fan or someone who didn't have a connection to the World Cup. But you know what? It was a world. It was the first World Cup. We didn't get Italy. That was fun. Uh, we had no America in that World <laughs> yeah. Cup. That was fun. <laughs> so there is there is some stuff that we can look at. But, yeah, there um, are there are positives. It's just not the positives you would think of. <laughs> Yeah, so big Gianni Giuseppe for New Jersey had a terrible World Cup. <laughs> and his cousins, Tori and a, and a fat Joey. <laughs> there was, well, there was no Netherlands too either. And that's, I think, what threw a lot of people yeah, off. Yeah, yeah the there was one, no yeah. Netherlands, no America, which whatever. But then no Italy, which really fucked, threw everything off. And, and if you remember, Argentina almost missed yes, that World did. Cup until Messi came back and said, you know what, I'm going to bring you guys there because you guys can't do it Well, that was, that was the thing. It was like... I saw so many pictures too, and it was like, this is single handedly why Argentina is not winning this World Cup. And it was like just a picture of him and everyone else like 40 yards behind him. And it was like, God, oh, fucking God damn it. Like, yeah. do you remember when they tried to get the coach sacked halfway through the World Cup as well? They're going to have Javier Mascherano yeah. or something be the manager. <laughs> I will, I will See, this, to this, this day, never moments. understand why they don't literally just take three special op units and kidnap Diego Simeone. I don't fucking get it. Like he's he's there, he's available. In a sense of if you literally kidnap him and his family, then he's available. I just I cannot. We have the shittiest like we hired Maradona. They hired like yeah. Don't me wrong. That was for the world. That was not for Argentina. That was for the world. <laughs> yeah, but like, be selfish, okay? <laughs> just be just be selfish. Don't be the laughing stock. It is kind of memorable in the sense of. It was the pivotal, like I think 2018 was the absolute pivotal of all football going forwards because it was the start of VAR and you started everything, the, the thing that everyone loves to fucking hate. And there were so many red cards. I think it was like by the first or the second round of group stage, there were more red cards than any other World Cup. Players just yeah, weren't like, used to it, yeah. Yeah, just some something to, to that effect because they were just throwing them out left, right, and center. And I guess players just weren't used to it. You know, they were like, okay, well, I wonder how much I can get away with. Well, nothing. It was it was nothing. <laughs> but moving on, unfortunately, well, I guess unfortunately, we we can't spend all day talking about our beloved 2018 um, dictatorship cut. We have to go on to our 2020 dictatorship cup. This one funded by oil, and I mean, we'll get the giant um, oil refinery elephant out of the room. Obviously, like. This whole Qatar even getting the World Cup is a sham. Um, them having human rights abuses is appalling and disgusting. Their entire country's like view on so many various topics from LGBTQ rights to uh, women's rights is just absolutely disgusting. And I think that goes to say for everybody here, it's just fucked. Absolutely fucked. But it is still happening. So we're going to have to talk about the games coming up. And I mean, you know what, though, for a Canadian podcast who we really genuinely, I think two years ago, kind of thought like, oh, cool. In in by default, 2026. Great. Love it. Awesome. To get in like legitimately. Super exciting for everyone here. To, to be fair, though, the 2026 one, because there's three host nations, there was actually a bit of a bubble that's saying you guys may not automatically qualify. I know, which would be also like, like the biggest was, slap in the fucking face ever. Like, so that, that, default, that was a huge default, talk. you're not getting in. God damn it. God damn it. That was that was a huge talking point for CONCACAF and when they got the World Cup. Um, I remember them saying, like, we don't know if we're going to let all three of you in. That's what they said. But with the expanding the World Cup, I think it makes sense for them to do it anyways. But... Uh, at the time, they're like, but they did let us know. They're like, if we let one of you, all three of you do get a spot, is what they said. But So the whole conversation was, do we let all three or do we make all three qualify again? So this whole World Cup buildup, everyone's, not everyone, but this whole World Cup buildup to what we got to now, every game mattered more to me because 2026 still wasn't a confirmed thing. And it only became a confirmed thing, like, right before I think we clinched this World Cup. I can't remember the exact date they they confirmed that, but yeah, no, it was a possibility we could miss two fucking World Cups and one of them would have been in our own damn country, which would have been so like that. Not not funny, well, but technically funny. Would have been funny, but fucking just <laughs> the the absolute. We would have got Concacaf at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been the ultimate Concacafing. Was like you you have to host the World Cup, you ain't in it. Also, 
qualifying for this one means so much more. It's qualifying before they expand it. Because when they expand it, we're going to get a bunch of random-ass teams we've never seen in a World Cup. We are going to get weird teams, and I hope, honestly, these weird teams, to all respect, get fucking smoked. And I hope FIFA can turn around and be like, wow, these teams are losing 6-8-0. to Why the fuck did we do this? And maybe go back to what they have. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but it could also, it, it may it may not necessarily go that way. It could be scenarios, you know, like Scotland barely not squeaking in gets in and, we'll you know, Italy, Italy. Yeah, we all know yeah. Paul's in favor of this so, fucking expansion. Some, somehow, okay? Yeah, somehow Scotland will still be one goal down, but like Italy, you know, Italy. to think the sports are going to the UEFA. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's very bold of you to think that. Well, I mean, I'd still be down to see something like Ivory Coast and something in. It is, it is nice kind of in the current format, but you know what? I mean, being over three different countries, it'll it'll allow for so many different games to go on, and I think that's actually kind of great. I mean, anyway, so the 2022 like World Cup, <laughs> yeah, it's like you're right about Canada being in it. Like, I gotta be completely on. I gotta be completely honest. Like, Canada being in this World Cup is the saving grace for me. If it wasn't for being Canada being in this World Cup, I'd have a very fucking difficult time getting myself excited for this in any capacity. Like, just the other day, the like. The um the Qatari World Cup ambassador Khalid Salman said in a German interview, uh, talking about like um, LGBT rights, they have to accept our rules here. Homosexuality is haram. You know what haram means? Forbidden. I'm not a strict Muslim, but why is it haram? Because it's damage to the mind. How am I supposed to get excited about a World Cup in this country? How am I supposed to get excited about a World Cup that literally cannot hold the Women's World Cup if it was given it because of their backwards patriarchal society there? Not to sound all like... Like, women are literally second-class citizens there. They're not allowed to drive on their own. They're not allowed to get married without their parents' permission. Well, I say their parents, their dad. They're not allowed to do anything without the permission of a man. Thousands upon thousands upon... Like, the conservative estimates are about, like, Six and a half thousand, and that's just from South Asia. There's like, I've heard stuff along the lines more about like 15, 15,000. Like, people have like died in like basically like slave labor to build this thing in a country that's the size of Northern Ireland. And it's gonna like, you, you've seen the footages of where it's gonna be, um, or people are gonna be, and they're gonna be essentially in like fucking shipping containers in the middle of the desert. You're not, you're not really, the laws about drinking aren't quite clear cut. It's gonna be a, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm getting upset even thinking about this because I, at the end of the day, I'm going to watch it. And I, 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 yeah, I, I'm saying, full like, disclosure, I'm going to hate myself this whole World Cup having to watch this thing because I just, that, I just had to agree with it so fucking much. Mm-hmm. This is, the way, this is like, the way I see it is it's a shitty situation. It should have never happened. Nobody agrees with us. No one in their right mind should agree that it's in Qatar. But at the end of the day, the tournament's still happening. You admitted yourself you're going to watch it. So you sit down, you watch a game, and you don't think about That's where it is. That's the problem. I will. enjoy it. I, enjoy I can't not think about it. That's the problem going to this World Cup. It's, it's going to mess with my mind saying, the whole time. I am going to be able to watch a game and not think of all the political bullshit that happens I wish in I country. could. I wish I could. And you, you have to be able to separate it. And then, unfortunately, that... That's unfortunate for you because that's going to ruin the World Cup. Yeah, it's, 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 that is unfortunate. But I'm, I am someone who's going to be able to separate the political bullshit because nothing's going to change it. It's still being yeah. played. It does, it does kind of suck, at least from a Canadian's perspective, because we are going to be super excited while also being like, fuck. Like, even when, it, when it's over, you know, or or when we get, if we get knocked out, you know, I'm saying if, if we get knocked out, it's going to be a lot of like, fuck, like, really? But I mean, in the meantime, like, I, I, the only real big hope for myself is that advertisers take note and don't try to, you know, they're they're going to pump out advertisements, but but very clearly distance themselves from that place. I think not to seeing... promote going there and not to promote you know, the things there or businesses there, but to like really distance themselves from that and say like we support the sport, not where it's being played. Exactly, that's my whole point about just separating sport from play. Yeah, I think you're seeing that with the teams as well. You're already hearing like comments from players and teams themselves like i heard the the dutch team are like uh, making a point to try and meet migrant workers they had a quote today from bruno fernandez basically like saying this world cup shouldn't be what it is it's gonna like the culture clash that's gonna come from this is gonna be very uh-huh. intense to watch like especially from like the western european the western nations like the, i'm very curious and honestly not in a good way to see what's gonna happen what what's gonna happen on the ground in qatar as a result 
<clears throat> but I mean, what I am kind of in a sense like. I wonder what they're going to do when a whole bunch of drunk English people just start being absolute <laughs> bellends all around. Like, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Try and, like, arrest them all and then, like, have a diplomatic incident where you're going to have... It'll cause them a mini, a mini uh, war. Again? Like, that would be the second <laughs> time war has been fought over football, um, which is a fun thing to go look up if you want. Yeah, look up the football war when you have a chance. It's, it's, it's some it's, wild it's, stuff. It is fucked up. But, I mean... At least with that, you know, like I said, that kind of out of the way, um, we can we can go into the thing that we, we want and wish happened elsewhere, but who we think is kind of going to go far. Because obviously with Canada being in it, this is super exciting. But Canada is not the only team in this World Cup that's kind of uh, not, not a rarity, but, you know, not a frequent visitor to the World Cup. So I think now we get a chance to sort of see where each of us think uh, where each of us think the World Cup teams are going to go. I didn't know how to word that better, but that's how I did. <laughs> so um, in order to do this, I, I did my I did my research by which I did a World Cup bracket because I wanted to make sure like I I knew where each team was going to go. You know, I didn't want to say the final is going to be, I don't know, between um, Tunisia and Japan and it turns out they're going to play each other in the quarterfinals. So, <laughs> which, would be, which would be absolutely, I'm not going to lie, regardless <clears throat> of the fact that I'm wearing a Japan kit, that everyone has to admit that would be fucking incredible. Two teams where you're like, what? How? Why? Why? What? No. <laughs> so uh, I am feeling very South American for this World Cup for the teams I think are going to do well. There's three teams who I think can win it based off the strengths of their team and also who they'd have to beat, beat to get in the final. Um, I will. We'll see. I'll say what I've got. We'll see what you guys have. We'll talk about it afterwards. I have. Uruguay, the world's lightest dark horse of all time. <laughs> Everyone says that a dark horse to the point that I don't think anyone knows what a dark horse actually means anymore. Um, Argentina and... Um, Another dark horse, you know. And yeah. Colombia, I mean Brazil. It's Brazil. <laughs> it's Brazil. <laughs> um, so I, I do have Brazil going far and looking good in the tournament. After uh, after Euros, I was really high on England. And then, obviously, the build-up over the last couple of months, I'm like, I don't know, no, England's, England's going to be looking to come out of group, I think, in all honesty, if they don't wake the fuck up. Um, but I, I, I agree with Brazil being uh, probably the number one there. I think we'll see a lot of African teams and, like, South, uh, East Asian really succeed this tournament. I do. I think, um, kind of, uh, we'll get more into this later, but I think uh, Senegal... Is my dark horse, um, but I think Senegal is a lot of people's dark horses. So I don't know if you could still call it a dark horse, but everyone's it's, jumping it's a on them. It's funny paradox when it talk about upsets and um, dark horses because if too many people predict it, like then it's literally not an upset. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I said, um, I said Senegal months ago, and then like over the last couple of months, I just keep seeing their name brought up. I'm like, damn it! Now I need to find another dark horse. What the fuck? <laughs> but uh, I, I do, I do think Senegal. Uh, again, we'll get into this a little bit more later, but I think they'll have a really deep run. Um, I think you can see teams like Tunisia yeah. upset teams like Denmark. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I have Morocco doing well. Um, I think African and East Asian teams with the climate and the conditions they're playing under, I think we will see... And I'm not saying they're going to win the World Cup. It, uh, the World Cup will stay in South America or Europe like it always is. But I think we can see a really entertaining uh, upsets and uh, runs from these teams from these uh, nations. Yeah. I mean, uh, mine's, again, almost in and around the same. South America are just too too much of powerhouses to ignore. I just don't think that's going to be the case. But mine's going – I'm going a little different. I'm, I'm putting my dark horse on Japan, and I know it's, it's a little bit of a bias, but because of their group – um, if they can somehow manage to squeeze in to, you know, second, putting them up against, you know, the the next match, well, in, in sort of my table, that would put them up against Belgium. And I think that's a very big grudge match because it would be akin it yeah. would be akin to, to the last time. Mm-hmm. And Japan from 2018 to now has only dramatically increased in quality because of their players going out into the Premier League. You know, and into other international leagues. Like there, there are there are more expansions now than a lot of that homegrown talent that used to be the case. But I mean, my my actual prediction would end up making it Argentina, Brazil, England, and Japan in the last four. With with Brazil and Japan, Argentina squeezing out another win over Brazil, and then an all faded England beating Japan, leading to probably when I really think about it, the worst final in my own books in England Argentina final. <laughs> 
Oh, that'd be that'd be fucked. That's how you get. That's how you get a fucking uh, excited fire. Oh, those two hate each other more I than can, anything. Oh, you know? absolutely. I think like that would be the most interesting <laughs> podcast to have with you afterwards, Michael. I think that would. Ve- well, you and me would do a one on one. Yeah, I think the, I think we're all pretty high in Brazil for the obvious reasons. Just like the squad, like the squad is ridiculously. It's the most talented Brazil squad I have seen in my lifetime, which is something given that we're talking about Brazil. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. since two thousand and two, like I think it is like the best team they've had they've had on paper, and the management as well. That's usually kind of been like a sticking point for Brazil. They've had like Scalari, who wasn't that good. Dunga as well wasn't all that inspirational. Titi is very flexible. Like Brazil know how good they are, and they play. And he's very flexible with the formation. They'll play a formation they think is going to beat you on the day. They don't stick to their guns when it comes to the system. They want to play the game rather than like play like a certain way, which works both ways but like Brazil certainly have the talent to do that I I can I see them going very I see them going very far however I like I have Brazil winning if they at any point do not play Argentina I think if Argentina were to play Brazil and Argentina's had Brazil's number in the last couple of years like you know they won the um, Copa America in Brazil they won before Mm -hmm. then as well they're unbeaten Mm -hmm. against Brazil and about three or four games, I think, which is quite a lot in this um rival in this rivalry. And Argentina, which, which uh, is is actually almost guaranteed to happen based on like one kind of standing in a sense. So the tops of the groups are are super specific. You know, Argentina expected to be top of the group. Germany expected to be top of the group. Brazil expected to be top of the group. Because of that, it puts Argentina against possibly even someone as low as Tunisia and Brazil against Ghana which basically almost at that point comes down to just Germany. If Brazil can get over that Germany hump, it is a semifinal of Argentina and Brazil, which would just absolutely ignite a fucking entire like continent. There's like something... That's what yeah. you might have. There's, there's just something in me that just thinks that like in a Brazil-Argentina game, I don't know if like the Messi... Fa- if it's maybe the Messi factor like I'm um, stoking me as well, or like the fact they have got those recent wins over Brazil. Like Argentina... If, like if many people are saying Brazil are the best team in the world... Argentina is like second and it's a close second. I just I feel like Argentina might slip against someone else that's more likely than Brazil slipping up against someone else. But like I think if the two were to meet, Argentina comes out on top. If they can avoid each other, I don't see Brazil not winning this World Cup. Yeah, I, I I'm just looking at the side of the table. It's and heavy. Like pretty much <laughs> it, it, like pretty much uh Brazil Argentina, Germany, Uruguay, good chance these guys are meeting in the final 16 and onwards in every round, as long as they're winning. Um, it's going to be intense. And the other side, I mean, if you look, obviously it depends on your bracket and whatnot. Uh, but the other side, you still got England, France, Belgium, Portugal. Like, this could be a very exciting World yes. Cup, uh, assuming assuming the upsets, which aren't going to happen. We don't know the upsets, obviously. They, they're going to happen. And that's probably the fun about the World Cup is predicting these fucking Yeah, upsets. me having yeah. Uruguay <laughs> getting, like... <laughs> As far as the odds, probably not. Like, I have a Uruguay. I don't know if this counts as bold prediction or not because I don't think it's that bold. <laughs> um, I have Uruguay getting to the final. I have Uruguay. Uh, actually, I have them losing. The, I have them losing to Brazil in the, the round of sixteen. Oh, I don't I have them meeting in the round of sixteen. I have Uruguay topping their group, and then they play Serbia in the last sixteen. Then I have them playing Croatia in the quarterfinals. Then I have them beating. And you're going to think I'm crazy here. I have them beating Denmark in the semi-finals. That's all crazy. Oh, thank yeah. you. But my, my, <laughs> thank you. My thing is, my thing is, my, my thing is, is uh, Uruguay comes second in the group, which puts them on the same side as Brazil. And actually, they'll meet up with each other. If they come second and Brazil come first, they'll meet up in the round of 16. Yeah. And that's why I have Uruguay's uh, demise right there. <laughs> I don't even have them getting out of the group stage. I think that's going to be Ooh. my one upset because... Because Port- because upset, Portugal yeah. is is again super strong, but South Korea are far from anyone's pushovers. Like they can never yeah. ever be understated, and I think Ghana coming in might might actually legitimately throw a lot of, of pressure on them. So I I honestly don't mm-hmm. even see them getting out of the of the group stage. Do you want to do that, Paul? Do you want to talk about our uh, our upsets? Yeah, I guess that like that, that size is on great, doesn't it? Like who we think is gonna exactly the, who, who's gonna you, shit the bed? Uh, you go on you, because there's always there's your, always uh... teams that, like upset. Like you know nobody <laughs> thought nobody thought Germany was going to go in the group stage in 2018, and nobody thought Spain was going yep. to get eliminated to Russia. So it's it's hard to like 
you're going against logic in this section here, if you know what I mean. But I thought of three teams. One of them may not be as big an upset on paper as the other two, but I wanted to include it anyway. My first upset actually is Portugal. I think they okay. may, I think they'll get out the group, but like it'll be disappointing and they'll talk, they'll fall out of the last sixteen. I have them up against Brazil. I think that the coach Fernando Santos is just too much of an albatross around this highly t- talented attacking team's neck. He plays way too defensively. Mm-hmm. Portugal never play to their strengths. You've seen that when it came to qualifying for this. They, um, they played far too conservatively in the qualification stage. It came back to bite them when they lost to Serbia. They're extremely lucky that to be here. It was like if Macedonia didn't pull off one of the biggest shocks ever to be Italy in, in Italy. There's every chance yeah. Portugal are on the living room right now. And we got to talk about... Like, I've already mentioned it. Like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm happy to sound stupid here. Like, you know, clip this if you want, internet. As far as I'm concerned, Cristiano Ronaldo is done as an elite footballer. And I think the insistence to, like, push him into this Keep Portugal there, team, yeah. no matter what, is going to be a major hindrance to them. Like, you can see how toxic it is with Man United. We're recording this... Like after the news, he dropped like a bombshell interview with Piers Morgan. He threw the entire club club under the bus. Like this is the type of guy who's not going to do your dressing room any favors. I think a combination of Fernando Santos and a thirty-seven year old Finnish Cristiano Ronaldo is going to like hold Portugal back. If they have a better coach, and Ronaldo's retired already. I have them going really far. I just think there's like t- internal cap factors like that in the camp that's going to hold them back. I also yeah. have. Um, you're going to like this one, Michael. I have England. Again, same sort of thing. I have them being in the, the last 16, but that's it. I have them in a shock, in a shocking defeat to, to Senegal. I just think there's like, there's, um, things have been too slow in terms of momentum out of there. The defense is never like convinced they've got Maguire back there. We all know about Dyer's not a real center back playing back there too. I, I think it's a mistake to play Tony if like Kane's not able to score in terms of like having a, a really good second striker option there. I think they do have talent, like I mean they have but the problem is like they've got players missing as well, like Ben Chilwell and Reese James who would have made a huge difference. Like a lot of people I don't trust Alexander Arnold at right back if he's gonna start. Kyle Walker's fitness isn't quite up there either. Calvin Phillips doesn't have that much under his belt as well. I don't, don't know how he was even and I think it ha- and I think it can be overstated just how much like obviously Obviously, every European league has been, there's been a huge demand on the players in the last couple of months, but like, we all know, like, yeah. what the Premier League's like, how much more, f- how physical and demanding it is, and like, all these players playing so often against the best players in the world. I think that's a factor a lot of people, a lot of people are talking about is going from playing Premier League football, all that demand, to straight into the World Cup. I, like, I can see this England team basically, like, just collapsing in on itself almost, which is a shame. I, I, I like actually, Gareth Southgate. <laughs> I've I've actually got them going up against Senegal as well, but but going through, and mm. I think I think the the extreme match fitness might work to their favor. Like I know it's I, I know realistically it's probably going to be a negative, but I just think England all their players kind of coming in at like absolute prime mental match mm. fitness. I think I think that's going to really like actually help. I uh, with when it comes to England, I could see them not even getting out of group. I have them coming out of group, but I could see this being twenty fourteen all over again for them. They're in a very um, interesting spot They're at in the, the moment. World Cup uh, the players don't really... World War Two, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they? They they really don't. Uh, the players don't seem um around Southgate at the moment. It seems like there's a a split mm-hmm. between the players and management. Um, it, it just like in the group itself, I think Iran. I don't think they're gonna be a pushover. You have Wales who are going in there on a high, and we all know the the shit that US can do to some of these bigger teams. We've seen US pull off, um, which we must stress. We really do not want them to move forwards. The US no, should be I, the I, I bottom love, of that group. <laughs> I, w- I would love for them to be, but I actually don't. I have England and the US coming out of it. I think it's going to be a real toss-up. Like, that is one group I can see me being 100% wrong about. Mm. I can see this being flipped on its head. I, I really don't know. And I did originally have England playing Senegal in the first round, and I had Senegal winning. But I decided to put Senegal top of the group instead of the Netherlands because I think, again, I'm, I'm really high on Senegal. Um, again, I'll go into that more later. But did you have one more uh, upset there, Paul, or do you want to jump into mine? No, I'm jumping to yours. 
jumping into mine. <laughs> um, so my my first big upset is probably Tunisia. Uh, yeah, Tunisia. Sorry, uh, coming out. Yeah, of the group, so I think I, upset the yeah. I've got, I've got, I've literally um, got that exact same scenario too in my head. I think Tunisia yeah, is not I, some I a pushover that, you can think of. They're not a pushover. We saw in the 2018 World Cup. They're actually um, a force to be worried about, and I think they'll put they'll uh, edge Denmark to come out of the group. I, I'm also on the same page with you on Japan. I think Japan will upset uh, Spain. Um, and, and it's not that I don't think that... My, my prediction on the, uh, the Japan one is mostly because um, I, I feel like there has to be one big team that falls out of group, and I think Spain's that team to Japan. I think that's just more likely the case that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And my last upset is Morocco. I think Morocco will come out of the group with Belgium. I, I really... I... It sucks because, like, I have to – I kind of have to agree. I honestly am just really, really hoping that Canada being so dismissed and they're go- they're uh-huh. just <clears> – <throat> they're just going to be. Regardless of how well we played, regardless of how well we've done, there is not a chance in the world that these teams like Belgium and Morocco and Croatia are not going into this thinking, okay, cool. We don't have to worry about Canada, but we got to worry about these other guys. And I think – yeah. I think that might come back to bite them in the ass unless and only on the, if we smoke or, or do like really, really put Belgium on the ropes in that first game. I think we're in big trouble. I actually think we're in bigger trouble because going forwards, Morocco and Croatia are going to be like, mm, no, not taking that risk. And they're going to put like everything in it and go hard. And, oh, and we could be. 100%. Yeah. So, um, I know I agree with that, and another another uh, dark, uh, not darkers, another upset I do have later on though in the knockouts is Senegal taking on Argentina. I think it, it, it's a. I know that's boldly, that's my bold prediction, but I think we'll have for the first time ever an African team in the World Cup semis. And again, once you come out of group, there's usually one big team that fucks it up against somebody. Yeah. And to me, with the hype in Argentina. I think Senegal can surprise them and take them out to get to the semis. Um, again, people may call me crazy for that one, but I think everyone, and for for at least the fun of it, everyone needs one bold prediction, and that's mine. Yeah. Senegal to take out Argentina to get themselves into the semis. My, my, my like super, super bold um, prediction in that regard is is Japan getting to the, the semis, being knocked out by England, but then beating Brazil in the third-place match. Um and that would be, in my opinion, kind of the the bolder, bolder side of things. But with that, though, we have a lot of other points to talk on. So we're going to go for a quick break. Uh, break is the word. It's, it's Blake is kind of close to it, but break is the word. So don't go anywhere. The bird is the word. <laughs> the bird is the word. So don't go anywhere, and we'll be right back. FC13 Podcast is sponsored by Bet99. Hello, everyone. Paul here from FC13 Podcast. As you're aware, this is a highly controversial World Cup. The stadiums and infrastructure built for the tournament have been built off the back of poorly treated migrant workers who have been subjected to abhorrent working and living conditions, effectively rendering many of them as slaves of the Qatari state. These conditions have also tragically led to the deaths of thousands of migrant workers. We may never know the true amount of lives lost as the Qatari regime denies this is happening. MigrantRights.org is a Gulf Cooperation Council-based advocacy group that aims to advance the rights of migrant workers, including migrant workers in Qatar. For the online platform, on-the-ground projects and grassroots initiatives, MigrantRights.org works to document migrant narratives, ignite local discussion and encourage changing attitudes and practices towards migrant workers. We encourage you to visit their website at migrant-rights.org, educate yourself about working conditions in the GCC, and if you feel inclined, donate to their cause. Anything you can afford to donate will help the fight to improve working conditions for thousands of migrant workers and would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening, and now, back to the show. And we're back. Welcome back to the FC 13 podcast. We hope you enjoyed that break. We were talking about burgers and different burger joints, and I am now hungry as hell. 
and it's too late to eat, even though I'm probably still going to do that and regret my decisions tomorrow, which is fine. That's that's normally what I do. But let's move on to kind of who we don't think is going to do well. Who's going to be like our underachievers, you know, the, the teams in the World Cup that are just not they're not going to pull their weight or really not going to do what necessarily they should or they're going to be exactly how they should. They're going to suck. So let's let's you know, who do we think is going to be the underachievers this year? Just pausing for a dramatic effect there, Lars. You didn't catch on that one. Maybe maybe pause for too long with the ad break there. Um, I have the most talented, best squad assembled of all time in the country's history, the United States of America shitting the bed in the group stage. I hope so. I really I, the, the, the build is the most talented US team ever, full of stars from the Premier League and the Bundesliga and top leagues all around the world. I have this team crashing out at the group stage behind Wales, behind Wales and Iran as well as England. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I really hope so. I, I actually do have the U.S. coming out of it. Um, I think I think Wales will. Like I said, I think this is the group that anything can happen. But I think with Wales, their the support from Bale is going to be fucking massive. And I think again with the weather, the, the conditions they're going to be playing under, Iran's going to be a little bit more used to this type of thing. And uh, Iran's typically not push over. Usually they don't win, but they're in games. So I think um, I think the U.S. could squeeze in. I I, I, I I kind of also I'm with you in terms of just the underachiever. I think USA, based on their performances against Japan and Saudi Arabia, I genuinely think they're going to be bottom of the group, and that's solely because I just do not think they are World Cup quality. I don't think that. Uh, two uh, two words: Greg Berhalter. That's how that team is finishing bottom in the league. The guy is a dope who got his job. Because his brother's high up in the US and in the US Soccer Federation, his his system's garbage as far as I'm concerned. They barely squeaked into like um the automatic playoffs. Like things could have gone so wrong for them. Like towards the end of that, they sh- we've seen how they struggled against Canada. They couldn't adapt to Canada. John Herdman, much better coach. We've seen they go up against good coaches. Like the, I don't know the Japanese coach. Um, not to don't know his name unfortunately. But you see, they go up against he goes up against managers who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the USA can't do anything. I, I, so I have Wales finishing above them because I think Rob Page knows how to get the best out of that group. There's a real unity spirit there. Like they've been riding a high for a good couple of years now. Added impetus between like for a lot of that sort of like, um, golden generation from Wales, the likes of Ben Davies, Gareth Neal, Aaron Ramsey and Wayne Hennessy. This is the one and only. They want to make the mark and I think they will. Like, they basically, like, it's almost a meme at this point. There's basically players who are just effectively playing for Wales FC. <laughs> they, they, they go out on club duty. I, so I can see, I think Wales will do that. I think England will beat the U, will beat the US. And I think in that last, the Iran game being the last game, I think the, like, Iran, this game means a lot to Iranians, you know, like, and we're not going to go into the history of those two too much, but like, I, this game, I imagine, will mean a lot to the Iranians, and I think by this point, like I said, the US will probably, I think, be out. I, I think they're going to finish bottom of the group. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't tell, I can't express how much I hope that is true. <laughs> um, but the, there's actually two teams that come into mind when I just see zero success. I look at all these groups, I'm looking at every team, and even if, like, I look at the first group, I have Ecuador, bottom of the group, but I can see Ecuador maybe pushing, like, you know, I can see them being competitive, but, but then you go to someone like Australia, and I don't see a damn chance in hell Australia. The worst team in the World Cup. Yeah, (laughs) and then you also, and another one for me, Costa Rica. I think Costa Rica has potential, um, No, actually, no. The teams, they're in a hard group. <laughs> I think they have potential. Sorry, scrap that. No, no fucking potential no, at yeah, all. No, scrap that. Uh, I was trying to be nice about Costa Rica, give you some positives, but then you just remember the group they're in, and I just don't see it's, it. You know what? Me and Mike, like, me and Michael here are, are almost, like, right on page. Like, I, I think we have the exact same. Ecuador, <laughs> I have dead last. I have Australia dead yep. last. I have Costa Rica dead last. Yep. I think Ecuador... Yep. <laughs> squeaked in and guitar is going to have that host advantage i think australia is just flat out the worst um team here yeah, again I don't, I don't even know who comes competes with uh australia for the worst no, and, and and maybe serbia yeah serbia <laughs> so you I, don't be paying attention to serbia have you michael no yeah ha- they're not gonna do shit um I still, <laughs> what are you talking about i have serbia even oh I, i'm sorry you, i have serbia no, going no, out no, but no. i say saudi arabia is is on par i think 
in terms of the worst. I think Saudi Arabia is just kind of a scenario that's in there. But I have Costa Rica as well bottom because I think you have Japan, uh, you have Germany, and you have Spain. And Japan's always very plucky, difficult to get through. Spain, they're a lot tougher than you're going to think they are for this group. I, I, they're all tough. They're in the World Cup. They got mm-hmm. there by reason. I just think in, in accordance to that, for World Cup longevity's sake, Japan is very difficult to get through, especially now. Germany is, in fact, Germany. Um, and I don't think they're going to let that upset happen again. And no. and Spain is, is, again, actually quite, quite powerful. I just think they have a shitty... If they were maybe switched over to, you know, D... Switched Australia and Costa Rica, totally different story. I think Costa Rica could actually end up going, you know, second and and kind of getting through the group. But I just don't think in, in this group that they're really going to go far. I, yeah, yeah, I actually my other sort of like disappointment. Um, this is, I I can easily see this going one or two ways. They go really deep, or they disappoint, and it's big, and it's entirely to do with the striking options. Going deep like, and disappointing you know, is basically how I've been described all the time. You know, like, this is a team that, um, you know, like, they've got fantastic young talent for them. They've got some of the best young talent in the world, and they've still got some veterans from past success, and they've shown that they're really good. I, Spain, I found Spain really hard to gauge. Like I said, for every, like, um, Pedri they've got, like, they've still got, like, Alvaro Morata at the end of the leading the line. And, like, we've seen that, like, he, he can flatter to deceive, like, Spain's attacking options. Like, if they can get by it, I think they can go really far. But, like, I can very much envision them, like, if a team's going to slip up in that group, it's going to be, as in, like, as in Japan get by them. I can see it much more likely being Spain and Germany. Mm-hmm. Especially because Japan have a really solid defence as well. And they've got some really good pace when it comes to counting options, like um, Minamino and um, Dyson Maeda. they got, like, a lot of pace up there. Like, Japan also don't have, like, that many high goal scorers in their, in their team. If you look at the goal scoring list... But, like, I can envision that, like, Japan will do better against Spain than they will Germany. And I think, I, I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not going to stick my line out. I'm not going to put a bet on it or anything. But, like, I can see Spain being the team who falters in that group. Yeah. Paul, you definitely missed my whole thing on my upset. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I said the exact same thing. I said Spain is the one to fall, the big horse to fall out for me. Uh, with Japan coming second in that group. It's fine, we'll uh, just edit me out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you basically just repeated exactly. No, it's funny. Uh, basically just repeated word for word what I said. <laughs> which is which is good. It means it means like very much we're on the right page. It's a scenario where we, we, we genuinely think, and, and this is where the trip sets are going to happen. Because, I mean, if we're in consensus with this, that's that's probably kind of the feeling around it. And within that, I think... There's so much that can happen and go wrong to change any of this. Like, uh, you know, we're, we're not even counting injuries because injuries are, su- are are obviously a possibility for any World Cup. I think they're even more now. And I think that can literally throw so many fucking wrenches. One goalkeeper injured in the first round of the group stages throws your entire plan out the goddamn window. Like, yeah, I know, you, I know yeah. you pick three, but that doesn't mean shit. When you're like, I picked three. But only because I have to. Like, I, I really want one. I have picked one, and the other two are just there. Um, being being the third goalie at the World Cup is like waiting for people in the Royal Family to die. That means you're that much closer yeah. to being the keener. It's queen. being Prince Harry, basically. It's, it's just being... job in the world. Remember, remember Pepe Rain on 2010 having the absolute time of his life of a World Cup medal, yeah. having done nothing at all? Exactly. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, um, I'd I, take it any fucking day, but it's just... <laughs> you're not uh, I have one more team just to talk about that I don't think it's going to do as well as people may have them. I personally have Croatia not having a good World Cup. I have them bottom of the group. I have uh, Canada an upset on Croatia. Literally um, the exact same. Michael, I gotta share my screen with you because like honestly, I fucking think we literally picked the same goddamn group stage. I have uh, Croatia struggling. I tell you. <laughs> uh, I have Croatia at the bottom with uh, Morocco second though, so I do have Canada third. Um, Doing austerity. You know, it's just uh, Croatia, like I, I know um there's just nothing special to me that other than other than Modric, and I don't know how much Modric could really work for this team. And again, I think Canada's gonna be a lot faster than them. I think Morocco's gonna be a lot faster than them. Um, I think Croatia's gonna be a, a ball controlling team in the in the group stage, but I think the counters gonna really bite them on the ass. Yeah, I could very much see them like having significant possession, but just not not the goals being scored. And I, I wonder if that's yep. that's gonna kind of come in and 
and play its effects. But I have another against Croatia. I really don't care if they come second or fourth as long as Canada do well. But I don't have Canada coming out of the group either. So if Croatia's second, fourth, I don't give yeah. a shit. Just more to the point, I just don't see it. I think the with Canada and Morocco, I think both of them are, are some people's back horses. Some people, I, I know if you go on like the internet and you watch people's, uh, their, their, uh, if you look at their, sorry, their uh, predictions, a lot of people have Canada or Morocco coming out of that group. Yeah. And most people have Belgium, oh, sorry, uh, Croatia missing out. Yeah, and I, I, I have a little bit of room personally, but yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, and what? <laughs> so, what do you have then, Paul? You have? Oh, I have Croatia top. I have um, Croatia finishing ahead of Belgium in that group. I think Belgium oh, wow. are the finished one between the two. Yeah, I mean, you also said Liverpool's going to win the league, so we'll see. <laughs> and then oh, Holland, we keep the receipts. Then, I don't know and, receipts in this podcast. And then, uh, and then Holland wasn't going to do much, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We'll kind of we'll kind of move on mm-hmm. from there. Um, in terms of at least who's going to win, I think this is, it, it's a little bit of, a, I don't want to say it's a toss up, but I, I have feel like it is a toss up. Everyone's got their own predictions, but it usually falls back on just Brazil. Um, and like, everyone's like, <laughs> this well, might be the first, maybe, but yeah, Brazil. This might be the first world cup. I actually do predict Brazil. And I literally just made that decision within the last couple hours. Cause again, coming into the world cup, I was huge on England, but I, the struggles, the, the struggles to have it within that team. I don't think England's going to do too great. Um, I think France might suffer a little bit from the, uh, that winning curse, but I, I think they'll come out of group and potentially see another France finals. But at the, at the end of the day, Brazil, I think is the team that's going to be the most favorite. Uh, yeah, gun gun to gun to my head, and you ask me who I think is going to win. First thing I'm going to say is, get that fucking gun out of my head. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? And they're going to say, not really, thing, no. But you're like, okay. And that's then the fair. second thing, the second thing I'm going to say is, I think Brazil are going to win. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I. Who do you have them beating then? You have them beating uh, Uruguay. Yeah. Well, we can go for our brackets in full if we want now. Well. We can, well. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, or we can just ignore my wins. That's fine too. Y'all suck. Um, I thought Andre actually spoke already. Uh, yo, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fine. Oh, whatever. I have Argentina winning, and this is not from the bias. It's because I think their their strength and their squad gives them that freedom. And then based on who finishes in they where they where they should realistically in the group stages, I think the round of sixteen is just so much easier, and their quarterfinals is where it gets kind of dicey so mm-hmm. that's that's what i mean because france is going to finish top well they should finish top of their group with that being said yeah. that means argentina's opponents if they do finish top of their group are going to be tunisia denmark and australia you can't tell me they're not going through in the round of 16 at least in that regard and then yeah, and then can... they could face the netherlands in the quarters which again they've already done before so with almost the exact same players in a sense and i, I think it's a scenario of of that puts them through, and then it comes down to the, the final. I do think they'll go through. Now, Brazil is obviously a realistic choice, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so, is this the moment we've all been waiting for? We're gonna go for the groups. What we've done? Who wants to go first? Are we doing groups or we're we doing the round of sixteen? I've got what I think each team's gonna finish. Oh, you have like from first. Uh, yeah, we will do them. Quick. We'll do them quickly. We spoke a lot about these teams. So, mm-hmm. Group A, I have Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador, Qatar. Okay. Group B, I have whoa, 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 England. Wait. Well, we'll do. We'll make it easier for people too. We'll go group by group, and then you go. Yeah. Uh, Paul goes, Michael, and then me, and then that way people can be yeah. like, we can. They can see where we are because I can tell you now by Group C, I'm gonna forget what you fucking said. <laughs> let's let's okay. do that. And ladies and gentlemen, we are thinking on the spot. <laughs> All right, sounds good, Paul. Start over. Who do you got for A? Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador, Qatar. Senegal, Netherlands, Qatar, Ecuador. I have Netherlands, Senegal, Qatar, Ecuador. Yeah, Andre. We're, we're, we're pretty even there. Yeah. I'm going to give us points every time me and Andre's group <laughs> <match> up. <laughs> I then have... <laughs> England, Wales, Iran, USA. England, US, Wales, Iran. I got England, Wales, Iran, USA. So me and Paul are hey. now... Hey! Oh, so, so you go... <laughs> I have <laughs> any competition's a competition. Fuck it. Yeah. Groups Group C. You guys are gonna disagree with me on this one. I have Argentina effectively playing with home advantage Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Oh, that's a fun one. Hmm. Uh, I like that change you hmm. have there. Um I agree. You, you know what I've said about the East Asian and African teams? I think they're gonna do really well. Unfortunately I don't have Saudi Arabia doing that though. <laughs> Argentina, <laughs> Poland. 
Mexico, Saudi Arabia. I have Argentina, Poland, Mexico, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. No points? Or, oh, yeah, oh, you guys yeah, got that. Yeah, 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 Michael, on that one. Yeah, we're the same on that one. This one, I'll probably have disagreements with as well. Group D. I have Denmark, France, Tunisia, Australia. I have France, Tunisia, Denmark, Australia. I swear where this isn't a fix. I have France, Tunisia, <laughs> Denmark, and Australia. <laughs> Unbelievable. This, is, this is getting weird. <laughs> I have Germany, Japan, Spain, Costa Rica. Exactly the same. Exactly the Ooh. same for me as well. So that one's that one's a good one. Unanimous. Group, group E, I think, is we're really gonna have to watch because watch us be so fucking wrong. Oh yeah, this is the one with the most jeopardy. <laughs> group of death is like our group now. Like. Where Japan stands. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, group. E. Do we do group F or do we save that for we do our Canada preview? We can do both. Let, let's do it. Let's do it now. Okay, so I. Oh god, I gotta go first. That's when I'm nervous. That's okay. I'm going. Croatia, Belgium, Canada, Morocco. I have Belgium, Morocco, Canada, Croatia. I got Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Godspeed, Andre. Yeah. Godspeed. <laughs> we needed one person to actually decide for us. <laughs> Group G. I have Brazil, obviously. I thought they were going to win the thing. Yep. Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Well, judging by how Paul laughed at me earlier, I know he disagrees with me on this one. <laughs> I very uh, much disagree with Sarah, but okay. that's okay. I, we, we can talk about that another day. Uh, but I have uh, Brazil, Cameroon, Switzerland, Serbia. I mean, again, just to throw the wrench in the plans, I have Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, and Cameroon. Okay, so that's a Switzerland is not, it's not a joke. They're not a joke. No. 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 Usually um, when they're supposed to be good, they're shit. And if they're supposed to be shit, they're yeah, good. And to be so. honest, they, they shouldn't get out of the stage, and that's where I think that, that's going to be a little bit of a fun. <laughs> It's gonna be a little bit of fun. Group H, the last what the last one. I have Uruguay, Portugal, South Korea, and Ghana. I have Portugal, Uruguay, South Korea, and Ghana. I have Portugal, Ghana, South Korea, Uruguay. So I think my points Michael is- wins that one, I guess. I, I don't know if that was our game of the week kind of like mini game. <laughs> sure, I don't fucking sure. know. <laughs> sure. Um whoever agrees with Andre. Yeah. It was- Alright, nothing like it. This is where it gets weird now, isn't it? Um, yeah, this is the, the round of 16. Um, I, I think... I, I think, have... Yeah, like, it's so hard because we're... Well, no, for the most part, we should be somewhat close enough. We should be somewhat close to the point where it's easy to follow because, I mean, your first group is going to be A versus B, so we can kind of do Yeah, that we can thing. just say who won over them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I have the Netherlands versus Wales, and I have the Netherlands winning... And I have England versus Senegal, and I have Senegal winning. So I have Senegal playing the U.S., and I have Senegal winning. And I have Argent... Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, England versus Netherlands, and England winning. I have Netherlands Ooh. versus Wales, and Netherlands winning. And then I have Argentina... Like, if we're going to the next match, I have Argentina versus Tunisia, and Argentina's going through. But we were doing it by, like, um, groups versus groups. Uh, so who do you have England? Oh, so then it'd be England versus Senegal, and England's going through. Alrighty, so I have Argentina versus France in the last 16. Oh, that's a real barn burner, that. Oh, fuck me. No, I'd fucking hate that. I have Argentina winning that game. I would fucking hope so. Okay. And then I have Denmark versus Saudi Arabia, and I have Denmark winning. Okay, so I have Argentina and Tunisia, where I have Argentina winning. And then the other one... Oh, I know our ours is kind of fucked up because we're going by group, so it doesn't really show up for us the same way. Yeah, which group did you just say, Paul? It'd be for Group C, oh, so it'd be Argentina, Mexico, uh, Saudi Arabia, and yeah. So I have Argentina playing Denmark, and then it'd be it'd be, did, it'd be your play? next one in Group oh, sorry, C. Tunisia, yeah. Sorry, it'd be it'd be your next one in Group oh, C. Oh yeah, so France. I have France versus uh, Poland with France winning, and then I also have uh, France versus Poland. I have Poland winning. Whoa! Yeah. That's, That's, what I like. I, I, That's what we want to see, yeah. All right, I now have Germany versus Belgium, and I have the Germans partying like it's 1914. <laughs> then I have uh, I was like, I was like, where are we taking this one? Because there are two very distinct wars, and one of them didn't. One of them wasn't very good. <laughs> I thought I picked the slightly better one. <laughs> and then I have um, Croatia versus Japan, with Croatia coming out on top. 
Uh, so I have Germany and Morocco with Germany winning and then Belgium versus Japan because that rematch. And unfortunately, Japan loses again. I got Belgium going through. You suck. Uh, I have, unfortunately, in my regard, Germany versus Canada. And on f- fucking sucks. It's it's going to be Germany. Uh, it's going to be Germany in that one. But then I have Belgium versus Japan. And I think Japan's going to take it this time. That'll be fun for Davies, though. Oh, yeah. Actually, come to think of it, like, would it? Would it be one of those ones where, like, if somehow Canada did knock them out, going back there? Oh, that'd be a blast. If Ronaldo can survive 2006, England, I think he'll be fine. No. I don't even know how he survived this long. Uh, And last but not least, I have Brazil versus Portugal in the battle of nations that speak Portuguese. And um, I have Brazil winning. And then I have Uruguay and Serbia, and I have Uruguay winning. I should probably laugh at myself now. Maybe I laughed too hard earlier. <laughs> I have <laughs> I have Brazil beating Uruguay, and I have Portugal beating Cameroon. I have Brazil beating Ghana, and then I have Portugal beating Switzerland. Which now, which okay. now will go one match by one because this is all going to be real fucked up. We can't go. The yet. final four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Paul, so you're going first for all these because first... it's funnier. Yeah, my first quarter fi- my quarterfinals are the Netherlands versus Argentina with Argentina winning. All right. Germany versus Brazil. Oh, no, game with... by game. What? Yeah, we'll go. Game, game, we'll, we'll, we'll just say yeah. game by game. Fuck it, game by game. Michael. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, I thought, I thought, sorry, I thought, I thought that's what you said. <laughs> my go bad. team. Um, planning. We're so, good on planning. It's fine. Uh, my uh, my uh, quarterfinal or yeah, quarterfinals. Senegal, Argentina. And that's my big upset, baby. Senegal scores to the semis. You're just doing me. Senegal you're doing me dirty. You're doing me dirty for both. Three. All three of the teams are doing me dirty. You suck. I got Netherlands and Argentina with Argentina going through. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, then I have Germany and Brazil, and I have the Brazilians coming out on top. I have the exact same matchup. Same, nice. same, Brazil same thing Germany. for me. Yeah. Look, look, look at us. Look at us in harmony. Yeah. <laughs> I have Denmark versus Senegal, and I have Denmark reaching the semi-finals. I have uh, England and France with Ooh. France winning. Ooh, that's a dicey one. I have England. That's a dicey that one. Is an exciting one. I, I have I have England and Poland, and England I think is going to go through. Okay, then two semis in a row. Let's go, baby. <laughs> and last but not least, I have Croatia versus Uruguay, and I have Uruguay coming out on top. So I have three South American teams. I have Belgium and Portugal. And Belgium winning just to make me feel better. If Canada lose, it's because we're in a group with a guy who gets to the semis. I, I've got <laughs> <laughs> gotta give those semis. Um, I have Japan and Portugal, and I have Japan pulling up the upset. That's kind of my bigger, bigger upset. I'm all yeah. I'm all in on Andre's train here now. <laughs> Semi final one. It'd be a miracle if any of these match up now. Sure. I have sit. I have um, Argentina versus Brazil, and like I said earlier, I think if these two teams were to meet, I'd fancy Argentina. So, as much as I have said I think Brazil will win, this is like I've done the done the draw. This is what happened. If it plays out like this, Argentina will beat Brazil. That's fair. That, that's a fair assumption. Um, I have Senegal Brazil, and I don't. I think say it. Can, say it. I, I actually have Argentina and Brazil as well, obviously, and I have Argentina going through. I have the exact same thought process. There we go, there we go, baby. The numbers. And then I have Denmark and Uruguay, and I have Uruguay beating Denmark. I have France and Belgium, and I have France winning. Um, I want to put, I, I do have France winning this. Uh, sorry, going to the finals. But I also don't believe myself. <laughs> like, you're like, can I, can I do this again? This didn't come out right. <laughs> like, I, 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 I honestly don't see it happening, but when I'm doing it, I'm like, but they win these games. I don't know if I'm making sense to you. Like, <laughs> one of these things is different I than mean, the other. I did say Brazil would win. <laughs> so I've got England versus Japan for the, the semis. And no, Eng- I got England. Unfortunately, England going through. I think I think Japan will win. I, I, I think they'll get burnt out. Uh, by that point and they'll be so happy with just even where they are um because they're a very humble team and i think that that will come back and bite yeah. them in the ass so for third place who do we got i have brazil versus denmark and i'm gonna have to take brazil i'll have senegal versus belgium and i'll say belgium takes their third or their second third place in a row 
I've got Brazil versus Japan, but this is where I think they'll come back after a loss and they'll beat Brazil. Yes. <laughs> now remember, there are a lot of a lot of Japanese people in Brazil, right? So it's it's kind of a culture in a place that, that's Brazil is the highest Japanese population outside of Japan. So um, okay, cool. yeah. So for the finals, boys, who do we have up against our predicted winners? I am partying like it's nineteen thirty. It's it's um, a rematch of the first ever World Cup final, Argentina versus Uruguay, and I have Argentina winning. Lionel Messi's international career ends on a high. I think that's what a lot of people are hoping from this World Cup is that he can finish with a World Cup. You know what? Just give him the fucking trophy. Like, don't even if he doesn't win, just be like, you know what? Here, you can just have the trophy anyways. Like, fine, fuck it. The rest of you don't. From Argentina, you don't. But he can just have the trophy. I I don't have him in the finals, though, so it doesn't matter what I say. I have Brazil beating um, beating France, but again, France is the one prediction I've made that I I feel like I'm going to be wrong on. And that's me having Senegal in the semis. I'm more confident with that. Fair. Fair play. Well, I'm going to party like it's 1982 because it's obviously going to be England and Argentina. Probably big contentious and <laughs> alas, it's, it's going to be it's going to be Argentina. Um, that took me a minute. I thought you were referring to the Maradona hand of God game. I was like, oh, no, I know what he means. <laughs> and and I predict that it will be Messi that punches in a goal to go through and beat beat Not England oh no buddy. even with VAR they're gonna double check it triple check it and somehow Messi will punch in a goal uh I have one question for you too uh like I said with mine the one prediction I think I will be wrong or could be wrong about is France Paul you sort of said that because you have a weird final complex with Brazil <laughs> versus Argentina but Andre out of any of the predictions you made what is the one you think you most likely could be wrong about I I the Germany Brazil one I think is the one that I'm super on the fence about in my quarterfinals yeah, same. i just i those two teams are so fucking evenly matched and i can't i can't rely on the almost decade ago 7-1 win like i just don't think that's that's yeah. there but i just based on squads and performances i just kind of have to go brazil i just i kind of have to go in that yeah. way but i very much could easily go into that 10 minutes into that game going oh fuck no i'm wrong Oh no! I mean, for sure, some of our groups that we have are going to be a hundred percent wrong because we we one big team is going to fall flat on their face. Watch every single one of our predictions just... is wrong. Every single somehow, yeah. like not a single Dude, thing we predicted. That'd be the best thing ever. Because that if, if everything is wrong, that means we get like a fucking Belgium Denmark final. That'd be a Senegal Ghana final, <laughs> like or something like that. Just something oh. fucked up. Um, which would be amazing. So in our kind of final segment there. Uh, Let's let's go over some maybe some batshit crazy stuff. What do we think yeah. might happen? And this isn't necessarily like restricted to games. You know, do we think someone's going to do a wheeliecopter out there? Um, <laughs> do we think that Graham Sunis is just going to get punched in the face randomly on camera for, for some reason? I like what 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 do we? Th- Gareth Wheeler's left in guitar. Oh my know? god, no, that's just a hope. Um, but like, <laughs> what 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 do we think? You know, is one soccer going to somehow take over the streaming rights last minute and shit the bed? Like, what what do we think is going to be kind of our batshit prediction? I don't know how batshit this is because I'm very confident of it, but there will be at least one it is, very sketchy refereeing decision is not, that goes guitar's way. It's not batshit if you're, like, guaranteed <laughs> on it. Like, it's not batshit crazy. Um, okay, actually, technically that is kind of batshit crazy, but, like, it's kind of almost expected. Yeah. So I mean, does that make it batshit crazy, or does that make it, like, not anymore? In the age of VAR, maybe. Um, I like that. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I, I think with me saying an African team in the semis is probably a, already a crazy fucking never happened before. Well, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's never happened before, and I think we'll finally get that. Um, but for something crazy to happen... Um, I'm going to say one big horse... Is going to lose by a big margin to a team they should not be losing to. I'm not going to say what team. Did you say one, you say one big horse? Right. Yeah, like, you oh, know, like it's not Okay, no, no. Horse, I thought I think you're going to reference like a Trojan horse. Like one big horse is going to come out in the field and all the teams are going to run out of the, the Trojan horse and there were going to be more. I didn't know. I didn't know exactly you're where you're going right. with that. No, I think I think there's going to be a big dog who gets blown out of the water by a team they really should be beating. Fair. I... I'm talking about like four or five. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, like an absolute total, yeah. total blow, total smashing. I'm, I'm going 
not even gameplay. I'm literally thinking a match is stopped because uh, fans throw flares or there's a small riot and a match is called off. I have something like that too. I just think because yeah. this country doesn't, I don't want to say like, doesn't have the infrastructure. They've never done a tournament like this or, or they don't have the infrastructure ready for these amount of people or the alcohol or because this is a country where alcohol is banned. So they're not used to 60,000 people getting fucking annihilatedly drunk and then your team's losing. Don't you think um, FIFA will have not even like they will have sent like their own people to deal with this not shit, not for right? security no, cops I mean, are, it's no. got to you got to be provided by the host nation and I don't think doesn't mean FIFA's not helping though. In what way? Are they going to put the volunteers in the pink shirts out there to be like, all right, you go grab a riot. <laughs> go, go, Jimmy, go grab a riot shield. You're you're now you, in the you line. This. You have to look at it this way. Not just the country, but FIFA themselves. They want this to be a success. Regardless of what happens there, they are going to push happy 2D media shit all through the fucking media. Oh, yeah. No matter what happens. So for them to try and do their best to actually make it positive... FIFA's going to have more implication where, if, like in the 2026 with Canada host and shit, we, we know Canada's going to be fine for that stuff. FIFA doesn't need to be involved. And hence why this is in, really won't be involved in That's why this is in the batshit crazy section versus the absolutely I'm 100% positive this is going to happen section. I genuinely think <laughs> that from a batshit crazy perspective, a ridiculous out of, there's going to be a serious altercation between two teams that don't like each other with the fans and alcohol is going to be involved and they're going to overdrink because they think they, they're not going to be able to when they get out or when they go somewhere. So they'll overdrink and there's going to be huge problems. That's my yeah, have, crazy prediction. I have written down this World Cup will be considered a disaster even before it finishes. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, it already yeah. is. Like somehow off the fields with like, I don't know if it's in one of those like um, holiday camp things with the shipping containers or like something on the field, like you said, like some sort of protest. Something An will happen. England this fan will throw a chair. Makes us all realize that this World Cup is a disaster even before it finishes in every sense of the word. Yeah. Oh, somebody's gonna be arrested by just stepping off the plane. Oh, it's going uh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we get. It's like, oh, welcome Some to guy the holds his husband's hands. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Qatar. Let me show you our prison. It welcome to, na- to Welcome to eighteen fifty. It is a very popular attraction this yeah. time of the year. <laughs> Our prison system's lined with the newest of bars and concrete walls. Under air conditioning, air conditioned jails. <laughs> yeah, yep. yep. which is which is. And Paul, it's not it's not just the LGBTQ. Uh, LGBTQ. It's the also, if you're not married, if they find out you're shagging up, that's a crime. Yeah, there. actually, yeah, that could be that could be half the England squad just in jail before they're even first gay because they're just hooking up with people. So, yeah, if you're going to Qatar and you plan on having some uh, some fun after the games, maybe just wear a red and wing. So if anyone questions it. <laughs> so England's being fielded by six people and six fans because we had to give them one extra because half of the team is actually in prison at this moment. <laughs> one, one person has done enough for all of it. But I think that in terms of all of that, that will have to be it for us. We are still not excited, but excited for the World Cup. That is our predictions. That's what we think is going to happen and what we say is law. So if it goes the other way around, it was fixed. We won. Um, the votes are rigged. Blah, 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 blah. But you get the idea. So we really want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. We're really excited kind of for, for what's coming up. There's a lot of stuff coming up surrounding the World Cup. So keep an eye on not just our podcast here on Spotify or Apple music or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to keep it on on TikTok as well as YouTube. There is some stuff coming up. So thanks so much guys. I'm at the Andre McCray on Twitter. Thanks so much guys. And remember listening to the, <laughs> listening to the FC 13 podcast is like watching football through a microwave. <laughs>